Chances are, if you use cloth nappies, and especially if you're based in the UK, then you would have heard of the retailer, The Nappy Lady, who is the biggest retailer of mixed brands within the UK. They also offer a questionnaire and advice service as well to help parents. So today we are going to go behind the scenes and find out just the sort of work that they do, the questions that they get, and how they do their best to help every customer. Hi everyone, I'm Clough Nappy Geek and today I'm very excited to be joined by Gemma who is one of the Nappy Ladies Senior Nappy Advisors and she's also the longest standing member of that team. Hi Gemma. Hello. Hi, so um, can we start by talking about your own experience with Clough Nappies? Of course, yeah. So I have four children in total. And I started cloth nappying with my third. Um, when I was pregnant with my first, we, meaning my husband and myself, did talk about cloth nappying. At the time we lived in a flat, um, the internet wasn't as good as what it is these days. So research was very limited. Um, I was concerned about drying space and the people who I did turn to for advice, unfortunately, I got some negative responses. Mm -hmm. For example, oh, cloth nappies will create nappy rash. You have to soak cloth nappies in buckets before you have to wash them. And because I didn't know any better, I just took that that was how it is. But in fact, it's not. You don't have to uh, soak cloth nappies. Um, cloth nappies come in different materials, microfiber, bamboo, hemp. If you want a fast drying uh, nappy, go for microfiber, dries within a couple of hours. So I was put off. And then baby number two came along 14 months after baby number one. So a very short um, yeah. <laughs> uh, group. And um, again, I was, oh my gosh, how am I going to be able to cope with washing two lots of nappies, again, drying time, etc. I I just can't do it. And then baby number three came along and I thought, right, I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to cloth nappy my my baby because I really want to cloth nappy for environmental reasons. Also, because I would like a more natural uh, fabric against my baby's skin. Internet had progressed a lot and I was able to research into cloth nappies, realised that the assumptions about cloth nappies that I was given several years ago were false and I could do this quite successfully. So yeah, cloth nappied with baby number three. I started off using a very simple nappy. Um, I started using an all-in-one nappy. So I didn't have to worry about any additional extras, for example, liners, outer wraps or anything like that. Had great success, started experimenting with a few more. Then baby number four came along. And by this time, you know, I felt pretty damn confident. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so I experimented with even more nappies. I started using nappies full time um, during the night, everywhere we went. You know, I wasn't worried about going out for the day and worrying that the nappy may leak because I'd done my research. I tried different nappies and I knew what nappies would work better for longer periods of times and things like that. Um, 
and so yeah that's basically how I started so I think now if things were different and if I was pregnant with my first child now because we have the internet we have mm. a lot of research out there I would have clothed from day one but because back then access was very limited to researching into cloth nappies it didn't happen unfortunately and you know that's why we're here the nappy lady because yep. <laughs> our main priority is giving um customers the knowledge about cloth nappies because so many people come to us and they haven't got a clue basically and you know I was the same. I didn't have a clue either. One of our um, main questions is, oh, what's the difference between a liner and a booster? And everyone gets it confused. And I did as well, you know? <laughs> so yeah. that's, you know, that's what we do to, to help um, customers understand what cloth nappying is all about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how old your oldest is, but um, mine's a teenager. And yeah, the, the internet just, yeah. it didn't really exist. Like, I can't really explain that, but. <laughs> no, exactly. I think the only bit of research I was able to successfully do was to go in mother care and they had one cloth nappy for sale and that was a pre-fold. And I actually knew someone who was using them and they didn't have very much success. And so that put me off that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, the internet's definitely helped things in that respect. It certainly has, yeah. And mm. the um like the myth busting as well. I was actually talking to someone last night about when I ordered my first ever nappies from Napa Lady, I placed a you know massive order for oh, what I was getting. And then the courier decided to deliver my package to a completely different village. <laughs> It ended up making its way all the way back to Nappy Lady HQ before coming to me. But I popped down to one of my neighbours to see if she'd received the package and mm -hmm. sort of mentioned what it was. She was like, oh, cloth nappies, you'll get nothing but leaks, nothing yeah. but rash. And I was like, yeah. well, I've just spent like quite a significant sum of money on this. I'm still pregnant. Mm -hmm. I've not tried it. Like, is this lady right? Have I just completely wasted my money? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but and of course, that isn't true. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so how long have you been an advisor for the Napa Lady and how did you get into the role? Okay, so I started back in 2015. So my fourth child was one at the time. And I remember a few months before I saw the ad for a, a online nappy advisor, I remember speaking to my sister-in-law because she was pregnant at the time. And I remember telling her about my cloth nappy experience and how fantastic cloth nappies are. And I wish that I could work in a job that involves cloth nappies you know yeah. that would be my dream job <laughs> and then it just so happened that a few months later Wendy the owner of the nappy lady advertised on her Facebook page that she was looking for some online nappy advisors so of course I had to apply yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know my perfect opportunity was was there waiting for me and um I remember filling in the application form and I was just on a constant roll answering these questions without <laughs> he um, any hesitation or anything else. And I remember emailing Wendy saying, look, I'm filling out my application form and this is so long. <laughs> you know, do you want me to reduce it? Because you're going to get bored reading it but then I also feel that I have to write this much because you've asked me a particular question and it could be related to this or that or, and you know we need to go over this with customers and she was like no 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 it's fine 
um, put it put it all down in writing and luckily you know I kept it as it was and obviously it must have made an impression because here I am today five yeah. years later. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a team of um, nappy advisors um, mm-hmm. how's that team sort of structured I don't know how many of them how many of you there are. Okay, so there are six of us in total. When I started, so did another nappy online advisor. Um, Over the years, the amount of questionnaires we receive and the amount of advice emails we receive has increased dramatically. Mm -hmm. So the five years I have been working for Wendy, we have increased members of staff every year and we're now Um, up to six members in total and we all work remotely as well we have some based up in Scotland some based in uh, Devon somebody in Wales so we're all scattered all across the UK (laughs) (laughs) yeah I guess you don't need to be local to the actual warehouse no um so what's your working pattern I think you work quite flexibly and that's encouraged We do. So what we need to ensure, Wendy is very good at letting us be flexible, but what we need to ensure is that all questionnaires are answered within a 48 hour period. Mm -hmm. And as long as we've done that, then it's up to us when we want to do those questionnaires. For example, I prefer to do my questionnaires early evening, whereas our other members of staff like to do theirs first thing in the morning. I also work in a school four days a week so I'm not around during the daytime apart from on a Tuesday and therefore you know I have to wait and do my questionnaires (laughs) until the evening and also because you know when I get in from um, the job I do during the day at school I then have to look after my four children sort them out and so when things are a little bit calmer I find that's the best time to do my questionnaires. So apart from the questionnaires, the advice emails as well, as long as we can answer those within 48, ideally 48 hours, again, whoever can get to that advice email first, they can answer it. It just generally tends to work. We keep like a little tally of how many questionnaires each advisor is doing. So, you know, it wouldn't wouldn't work if, say for example, one advisor um logged into the internet saw 30 odd questionnaires on there and decided to do them all and left none for anybody else and because there are six of us you do have to keep some kind of tally of what's going on but yeah it does it it just works the flexibility is there and we all come together we message one another through messenger or email so we have regular communications and also if somebody one of our advisors is stuck on one of the questionnaires or advice emails we're all very happy to help one another out as well yeah that's brilliant it feels like you've kind of been working in the way that everyone else is having to now we've got um covid and everyone's at yeah. home you're like one step ahead of us all <laughs> yeah a little bit like that yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> so how many questionnaires does um the team receive in a typical month Okay, so I mean, it can vary, to be honest. Um, If we have, if we talk about days in uh, yearly uh, numbers rather than a month. So if it's really busy, we could receive up to 100 per day. Um, If it's a bit quieter, then it could go down to 60. Or if it's extremely quiet, then you know, it could go down to about 50. But on average, um, 
I would say it's around about 60 per day. If we have a look at figures, uh, back in 2018, for the whole year, we completed 10,395. Last year, we doubled that figure. We finished on 20,110 questionnaires last year. This year, we're hoping to finish around the 25,000 mark. So that is a lot of questionnaires to be answered. <laughs> Hence why we've increased our team now to six members. Yeah. Because, you know, completing per person 10, 20 questionnaires per evening is quite a lot. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And that's great, good to see it, it sort of steadily growing and going up as well. Definitely. Yeah. And I think because people are becoming more aware of the environment, um, you know, a little bit more conscious about spending money and things, a lot more people are thinking about cloth nappies and hence why it is increasing as well. Yeah. Um, so I guess there was a, a peak around lockdown um, that sort of everyone in the cloth community has seen because of the you know the panic buying of disposable nappies in supermarkets yes. um, what was that period like for you <laughs> yeah so we're talking around about March time aren't we and yes we did see a peak um, a lot of people are panicking because they um, necessarily won't be able to get disposable nappies and so lots of um, first-time parents or people who are pregnant and for us, it was a case of, because as you know, cloth nappies can be quite expensive. And we were aware that some of the customers coming to us wouldn't necessarily be customers who would want to cloth their babies full time, but were looking for a bit of um, a scapegoat for the short period of time. So we tended to focus on our more budget range nappies um, and we did lots of demos online we did a lot more advertising and because it was locked down um, members of staff who do other jobs like myself I was no longer at work so I was around more to do um, more promoting of these particular types of nappies like everyone else was and so we had more staff on hand and we were able to deal with that uh, demand that first appeared during lockdown. We found now that things have slowly um, uh, slowed down over a period of time, and especially now coming up to Christmas and um, people are worried about um, maybe their jobs, are they still gonna have a job in a couple of months time, that things have actually slowed down now um, but yeah, definitely at the start of March, it was a massive great big hype and everyone also <laughs> yeah. was interested in um, cloth nappying. Yeah, it's great that you managed to sort of meet that demand. And, and I guess in some ways lucky that like you yourself were able to focus more on your nappy lady work because you weren't able to go to do your school job as well. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, things like um, muslins as well. You know, when you're pregnant, you probably always um, bought a packet of muslins to clean up baby milk and spills. Yeah, a lot of people don't realise that muslins are also fantastic newborn nappies as well. Yeah. And so um, we uh, promoted muslins a lot, uh, showing different types of folds and the fact that, you know, it can be used as a cloth nappy. It's not just something clear to clean up spills. 
Yeah, I actually had a conversation I was around my mum's the other day and she said, what would you do right now if you run out of nappies? Yeah. Like, what What would you do? Would you go to the shops and buy some disposables? I was like, I was like, no, I could probably just like fashion one out of something at this stage. Like, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. And I think um, I also did a demo using tea towels and flannels as well, just in case, you know, yeah. you were absolute desperate measures and you didn't have anything in the house. It was like, well, it's fine. You know, just fold up a tea towel, put a flannel in the middle. Job done. <laughs> yeah. Fabric's fabric at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the most common reasons that someone would contact the Nappy Lady Advice Service? Okay, so usually people contact us because they're looking for reassurance that they have fitted the cloth nappy correctly. Mm-hmm. Okay, because if you think about it, from a very early age, even if you haven't seen a baby in a disposable nappy in person, the likelihood is that you've seen a TV advert with a baby in a disposable nappy. So it's jumped into us, consciously or or not, um, of what a baby looks like in a disposable nappy. So when it comes to a cloth nappy, cloth nappies you have to fit slightly differently. And therefore people just want that insurance that they've done it correctly. Because if you don't fit a cloth nappy correctly, or if you're not using the correct amount of absorbency, in a cloth nappy you are unfortunately going to get leaks Mm. um so if that's the case if someone is emailing in saying look my nappy is leaking help what we would do (laughs) is we would first ask questions about where is the nappy leaking from Is it leaking from the sides? Is it leaking from the back? Is the nappy saturated or is it only a little bit wet? Um, And at this stage as well, if we feel it's appropriate, we would ask the customer to email in a photo of the nappy on so we can have a quick look at that fit as well. When the customer uh, responds with their answers, we'll have a look through their answers. Sometimes it could be obvious straight away And then we'll email back to the customer saying it's a case of maybe altering the fit slightly or if, for example, it's a two part nappy system. And what I mean by two part nappy system is that you have a separate wrap over the actual nappy. And sometimes it's a case that the actual nappy is sticking out of the wrap. So that just needs a little bit of tucking in. So if that's the case, nice and easy. Or if it doesn't seem that obvious, then we'll go back to the customer and we'll ask further questions. Sometimes it's a case that the customer is washing the nappy incorrectly. Um, Too much detergent could lead to nappies leaking or not enough detergent could lead to the nappies leaking. And likewise with nappy rash as well. You know, back in the olden days, oh yeah, cloth nappies, they leave, um, they they give your babies nappy rash. Well, in fact, it's proven that cloth nappies um, are less likely to give a baby nappy rash than what a disposable nappy would. But if you are following the incorrect washing guidelines and you're using too much detergent or too less detergent, then yes, you could develop a buildup in the nappy and that could lead to nappy rash, um, which also buildup also leads to leaks. Um, so we look into all these kind of things. We will never, if a customer emails us and says, look, my nappy is leaking, 
help, we will never turn around to that customer and say, oh, okay, why don't you try this type of nappy instead? Mm. You know, come to us, buy some more nappies, because we're not about that. We're about solving the problem. You know, we'll have customers, if it's not the washing that's causing the leaking, if the fit is correct, then we will look into absorbency. If the customer has got a nappy that is at the lower absorbency end, if we can, we will say, right, okay, I recommend you adding one of these boosters to your nappy and see if that solves the problem. The only time we will say to a customer, look, I really think you need to try a different nappy is if the nappy has had it, you know, it is beyond repair, needs to go in the bin, <laughs> or if they are using the wrong type of nappy. So for example, if they're using an all-in-one, which has low absorbency level, but they're wanting that nappy to last throughout the nighttime, so they're wanting yeah. it to last 12 hours, then it, it doesn't matter how much more boosting you can do because it's an all-in-one, you're only going to get a certain amount of extra absorbency there. So then in those instances, we would recommend like using a two-part nappy system where you can add lots more boosters and get that absorbency that is required. <laughs> the two times I've contacted the advice service, both times actually, I was not recommended to buy anything, no. <laughs> um, which kind of not surprised me, but that's kind of what I was expecting that someone would say, oh yeah, you need to buy something like this or the other. Um, the once yeah. was when we were going through the four month sleep regression and um, right. he was just feeding like every two and a half hours where he'd previously sort of been going sort of six hours and he was just mm -hmm. outweighing the, the night nap and it had worked so brilliantly. Yeah. And I think it was Wendy that replied and she was like, oh, well just try like folding a muslin and put it on the outside and stuff because it was just a short period of time. Mm -hmm. I didn't need to go and spend a load of money on boosters. No, because now, that... you know, we're over that and the nappies are back to working just great. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why you needed more absorbency because um, baby was feeding more. So yeah. producing um, more wheat, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was just a real simple solution using stuff I already had, which is better financially and for the environment as well. Because, you know, yeah. had I bought a bunch of boosters, they'd be sat in the drawer and used now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, in, at the end of the day, yes, every sale is important to us, but our main focus is on that customer service. Yeah, that's great. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Does someone need to have purchased from the nappy lady in order to be able to use the advice service? Or are you yeah. happy to deal with people that have bought stuff elsewhere? Mm, yeah, of course. Yeah, no one, ha um, you don't have to be one of our existing customers. So it could be that you've bought from a different retailer. It could be that you've bought pre-loved nappies. Um, and also people who haven't even ventured down the cloth nappy uh, world yet, they're still just um, researching into it. Again, we're happy to respond to their email, their advice emails as well. You know, we will never turn anyone away. We will always try and solve their problem that they may be having or their questions that they would like to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really great. Because I do think like I get a lot of messages myself, people asking for advice and share mm. me fit photos and stuff. But yeah, it's nice to have someone to turn to if you've maybe been on social media and been recommended certain things and they're just not working for you exactly yeah and you've got to remember that there are so many different cloth nappies out there there are some more suitable for shorter babies there are some more suitable for a taller baby a more chubby baby a slimmer baby and so what 
one cloth nappy may work for one person, may not work for another person. And social media, yeah, it's fantastic. Going on Facebook is fantastic asking advice from public, but you do need to be careful because if someone responds saying, oh yeah, this particular nappy is great for my little ones. I've never had leaks. Um, I even use it overnight um, without any problem. And in fact, it could actually be a nappy that we wouldn't recommend for the person's child who is inquiring, because it could be that that person responded, actually has a very petite baby who's a light wetter, whereas the person inquiring could have a really big chunky monkey baby who's a super duper wetter. And, you know, we quite often see that, that someone says, oh, yeah, I've been recommended this nappy from a particular person. It's fantastic for them, but it doesn't work for me. Well, I'm really disappointed. I've spent all this money. And it's, well, actually, it is because for your particular baby, you really need to be looking at a little bit more absorbency or a nappy that's a bit bigger in the height rise to fit your, your bigger baby. And, you know, it's, it is a minefield. And I think... That's why it is always good to turn to an advisor who has had lots of experience, who does know the, pro, the pros and cons for each nappy, because every nappy out there, there is going to be some con, mm -hmm. <laughs> whether it be the price, price or, or you know what, but every nappy also has its pros as well. So, Yeah, absolutely. And I think everyone thinks the nappies that they're using are the best because they work yeah. for them and that's great. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah I mean I've tried like an awful lot of nappies but I still there's still so many I've not uh, ever looked at so it's mm -hmm. really hard to to recommend mm -hmm. to someone but then I also get the frustration of you just want a cloth nappy and there's like a zillion out there and which one do you buy like you just want a simple answer sometimes exactly yeah and that's why our questionnaire is very good because in our questionnaire you have to rank what your priorities are when it comes to cloth nappying. Yeah. So for example, whether it be dry speed, slimness, um, absorbency, cost, you know, we will list all of that in our questionnaire and the customer therefore then has to rank which is their top priority. And that really helps us when we recommend a nappy because it's no good recommending a nappy that is extremely slow to dry if a customer has limited drying facilities. Mm. Um, and also on our questionnaire, we also ask for the height of birth mummy and birth daddy. Now, some people think that's really strange. Why are you asking the height of, of the parents? And again, that comes down because nappies come in all different um, shapes and sizes. So if mummy and daddy are really tall, it's no good recommending a nappy that's only suited to a shorter baby because we go on the basis that, okay, it doesn't always um, work out this way, but we tend to go on the basis that if mummy and daddy are tall, likelihood is that baby's gonna be tall as well. Yeah. Yeah, my um my recommendation um I had two and um, one because both me and my husband are quite tall and my baby yeah. is tall so he's followed yeah. suit. Um, <laughs> I had either um one of the Bum Genius systems I forget which one it was and yeah. then the Easy Peasy Bumble, and because it said in the answer that when did use Easy Peasy Bumble, I was like, yep, I'm buying that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Easy Peasy Bumble, they're a very good nappy. Quite difficult to get a hold of because the demand is so high. Um, and she's actually UK based um, yes. in Oxford. 
yeah she she uh, makes them herself so yeah she's constantly busy on her sewing machine bless her <laughs> yeah 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 um but I absolutely love them actually um so I bought 20 and that was that was my entire stash at one point and we still use them every day and I'm using them at night as well yeah yeah they are the perfect day and nighttime nappy because where they're a two-part nappy system and if need be you can boost them uh, if you don't have to you don't need to oh yeah we check a load of boosters in for night <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. during the day if you don't need to boost then that's absolutely great (laughs) yeah yeah so my experience is that the questionnaire has worked really well for me I am really happy with what I was recommended and I know people say not to go out and buy all of one thing and I do have some I I do kind of think yeah for some people that is right but for me Mm -hmm. going out and buying 20 nappies has worked really Mm -hmm. well yeah definitely I mean when we um, fill in the questionnaires the response will be enough nappies to use full time but customers don't have to go out and buy 20 worth of nappies all in one go you know our recommendations will usually give two or three uh, different types of nappies and if a customer wants to have a trial and just buy a couple of each of the nappies we've recommended then that's absolutely fine go for it and then when you're happy with which cloth nappy works for your baby and yourself as well, because at the end of the day, you're the one putting it on, yeah. then go out and uh, buy your whole stash and then more and more and more. <laughs> it becomes quite addicted. <laughs> it does, yes. But I definitely probably should ought to try the uh, Bum Genius ones as well, because I, I keep thinking, yeah, you probably should give those a go and see why they were recommended to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Genius are quite difficult to get a hold of now you may yeah. find that if you filled in the recommendation again you may get um uh, recommended a totally different nappy <laughs> I'd probably rate the I can't remember what I rated or the you know priorities for me I, I probably would rate them differently as well now um, mm, yeah yeah I think um yeah when a lot of people first fill in the questionnaire um they're a little bit unsure when it says slimness and for example dry speed I think sometimes people don't realize that a hemp all in one nappy can actually take a couple of days to dry yep (laughs) and so yeah dry time they may think oh yeah maximum dry time 24 hours that's absolutely fine and then that oh actually <laughs> this, this is taking a lot longer to dry than I uh, I thought <laughs> yeah and so even clothes in my house will take a couple of days to dry so okay yeah, um, yeah I've got yeah, the space yeah. but yeah it's a old cold house <laughs> yeah there you go yeah <laughs> um when I I think um with my fourth we use the little lamb bamboo Uh, fitted nappies so they're a nappy that takes a long time to dry Um, again we had limited drying facilities no tumble dryer but what I did was I bought one of those um, hanging octopus things that people normally use for socks and pants and I bought a couple of those hung my nappies on those put them over the top of my shower rail and sorted you know it didn't matter that they took a couple of days to dry because they were out of the way and it was it was easy just left them to dry and I just ensured that I had more nappies to accommodate the drying time yeah yeah that's the the tip isn't it if you're struggling just to buy an extra couple and it does take the pressure off Hmm. 
That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, we when we recommend um, nappy quantities, we will suggest five for nighttime um, and 15 for the daytime. And some, sometimes people say, oh, why have you recommended five for nighttime if I'm washing every other day? And that is to accommodate because nighttime nappies do take longer to dry. So it does accommodate that drying time as well. Yeah, in the summer, I find free night nappies is plenty. But yeah, the yes. winter, the fifth one is definitely really just makes you not panic come bedtime. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you've got backup if you need it. Or, yeah. you know, if baby does all of a sudden, hasn't pooed for months and months in the night, but then all of a sudden decides to do a poop. She, oh, <laughs> you have that spare nappy to hand. <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> well, thank you ever so much for your time today, Gemma. It was really lovely to understand kind of what goes on behind the scenes and what happens to the questionnaires and emails that we just send off and wait for our responses (laughs) okay that's my pleasure (laughs) okay take care thank you bye-bye okay bye thanks for listening today i hope you enjoyed this please remember to subscribe to my channel and leave a review and if you know someone else that would find this content really interesting then please feel free to share it with them as well